Section 7 of The White Elephant and Other Tales from Old India Retold. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Andrew Frew. The White Elephant and Other Tales from Old India Retold by Georgine Faulkner. Section 7 The Bold Blackbird once upon a time a blackbird and his mate lived happily in a tall tree the blackbird kept singing sweetly to his mate pouring out his heart as they built their nest together and when the nest was finished and they settled in it he sang more sweetly than ever now the king was riding that way and when he heard this song of joy he said to the fowler catch that blackbird so that i may hear his happy song every day not long after that the fowler came with his nets and by mistake he caught mrs blackbird now mrs blackbird could sing hardly a note but the fowler could not tell her from mr blackbird as both wore such black feathers the king was delighted to get the bird and he put her into a cage but mrs blackbird was so unhappy without her husband that she began to mourn and droop and gave unhappy little chirps the king could not understand why he never heard the glad song of the forest, but he kept her prisoner, hoping that some day she might sing. Now when Mr. Blackbird heard that his dear little wife had been stolen by the king, he was very angry indeed. He made up his mind that he would go to the palace and make war upon the king, demanding that his wife be set free. So he got a long, sharp thorn, and tied it at his waist for a sword. On his head he put half a walnut shell for a helmet. He took the skin of a dead frog and put it on for armor, and the other half of the walnut shell he used for a drum. And so he marched away, beating upon his drum, to make war upon the king. As he walked along the road, beating upon his drum, he met a cat. Meow, meow, said the cat. Where are you going, Mr. Blackbird? I'm going to fight against the king, answered the bold Blackbird. I will go with you and help you, said the cat, for the king drowned my kittens. I should like to help punish him. Jump into my ear, then, said the bold blackbird. I will take you with me. So the cat climbed into the blackbird's ear, curled up, and went to sleep. The blackbird marched on, beating upon his drum. Further down the road he met some ants. Where are you going, Mr. Blackbird? asked the ants. I am going to fight against the king, answered the bold blackbird for he has stolen my wife and shut her up in a cage. We will join you, said the ants, for the king poured hot water down our hole. Jump into my ear, said the blackbird. So they jumped in, and away went the blackbird beating upon his drum. Next, the blackbird met a rope and a club, and when they heard that he was going to fight against the king, they jumped into his ear, and away they all went together. Not far from the palace of the king, the blackbird had to cross over a river. "'Where are you going, Mr. Blackbird?' asked the river. "'To fight against the king, for he has taken my wife as prisoner.' "'I will join you,' said the river. "'Jump into my ear,' said the blackbird. So the river went into his ear, and away they all went to the palace of the king. When they reached the outer gate, the bold blackbird knocked loudly, thump, 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 who is there said the porter general blackbird who has come to make war upon the king and to get his wife back again said the blackbird 
when the porters saw general blackbird in his frog-skin coat of armor with his helmet and drum made from a walnut shell and with a thorn for a sword he laughed so hard that he could scarcely open the gate and when the king saw the bold bird he laughed so heartily he nearly fell from his throne <laughs> roared the king what do you wish with me bold general blackbird i want my wife at once said the blackbird beating upon his drum rub-a-dub rub-a-dub you shall not have her i have shut her up in a cage and i am waiting for her to sing to me said the king very well then answered the blackbird war is declared and you must take the consequences rub-a-dub rub-a-dub went the drum seize that insolent bird said the king shut him up in the hen-house there will be nothing left of him in the morning so the servants took the blackbird and threw him out into the hen-house when all the world was sound asleep the blackbird said come out pussy from my ear there are many fowls for you here scratch them make their feathers fly wring their necks until they die meow meow said the big pussy cat and in an instant all was wild confusion in the hen-house cluck 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 said the hens as they went scurrying over the place bad luck cluck cluck cock-a-doodle-doo get out of here oh do shrieked the rooster quack quack said the ducks alack alack hiss hiss what's amiss hissed the geese but the big pussy-cat caught them all scratched out their feathers and soon made an end of them then she climbed back into the blackbird's ear and they all went to sleep the next morning the king said to his servants go and find the body of that insolent bird and give all of my poultry an extra measure of corn but when they entered the chicken-yard there was general blackbird strutting among all the dead fowls the king was very angry when he heard about this and he said to-night you must shut that insolent bird in the stable among my prancing steeds they will soon kick the life out of him so general blackbird was shut in the stable at midnight when all the world was asleep blackbird said come out rope and come out stick tie the horses lest they kick beat the horses on the head beat them till they fall down dead out came the rope and the club and the rope bound all the horses until they could not move and the club beat them until they all fell down dead then the rope and the club climbed back into the blackbird's ear and they all went to sleep again the next morning the king said i am sure my wild horses have settled that blackbird go out and bring in his corpse the servants went out to the stable and there was the blackbird sitting on a stall drumming away on his walnut shell while all around him were the dead bodies of the horses now these horses had cost the king a great deal of money and to have killed them in this way was more than he could stand that blackbird shall not trick me again scolded the king i will kill him to-night put him in with my elephants and they will crush the life out of him so that night the servants shut the blackbird up in the shed with all of the big elephants at midnight when all the world was sound asleep the blackbird began to sing come out from my ear you ants come and sting the elephants sting each trunk and sting each head sting them till they fall down dead then out came the swarm of ants from the blackbird's ear 
They crawled inside the elephant's trunks. They burrowed into the elephant's brains. They bit them and stung them so sharply that the elephants all went mad and trumpeted wildly as they pushed each other about, tramping upon each other until they all fell down dead. The next morning, the king said to his servants, Go and bring me the proof that that insolent bird is dead. But when the servants went out, there they found the blackbird playing upon his drum, while all about him all the dead elephants were piled upon the ground. When the king heard this, he was furious, and he said, I cannot imagine how he does this, but tonight you must tie him to my bed. I will watch to see what happens. So that night, General Blackbird was escorted to the king's bedroom, where he was tied fast to the king's bed. The king would not go to sleep but kept awake, listening to find out what the blackbird was doing. At midnight, the blackbird began to sing. Come out, river, from my ear, flow about the king's room here, pour yourself upon his bed, drown the king until he's dead. Then out came the river, drip, 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 pour, pour, pouring out of the blackbird's ear. It flooded the room. The chairs and tables began to float about. Then the king's bed began to float, and the king himself was wet. At last the king cried out, Oh, good General Blackbird, stop the river. I will give you back your wife, if only you will be gone and leave me in peace. So the blackbird stopped the river, took his wife, and they went back to their home. On the way, the blackbird took all of his helpers out of his ear and put each one back where he lived. Taking off his helmet, he said with a low bow. My friends, my wife and I appreciate and thank you for your timely assistance. Without your aid, I should never have been able to overcome the enemy. Then the blackbird threw off his frog-skin coat of armor, put aside his thorn sword, his walnut helmet, and his drum, and he and his wife flew back to their home in the tall tree. He sang her a sweet song, and they all lived happily ever after. End of The Bold Blackbird